welcome to the Florida Peanut Podcast. I'm Noah Walker from All Things Visual Marketing here in Lake City, Florida. And joining me in studio is the fearless leader and executive director of the Florida Peanut Federation, Laura Fowler-Goss. How are you doing? Hey, good to see you. Joining us also uh, via Zoom, we have two very capable young ladies from <laughs> Swanee High School, the Swanee High FFA to be specific, and that is Miss Maddie Cart and Miss Katie Taylor. So welcome, ladies. How are you guys today? We're great. Thank We're you. Well. All right. So, so to get us kicked off, um, how about you guys introduce yourself uh, a little bit about yourself and then give us a fun fact that somebody looking at you uh, walking down the street just wouldn't be able to tell just looking at you. Give us a fun fact. Um. So my name is Maddie Cart and I'm the president of the Swanee FFA. And I grew up on a small cattle operation and peanut farm here in Swanee County. And a fun fact about me that a lot of people do not know is I actually danced competitively for 10 years before I became an FFA member. That's a long time. Uh, tell us what kind of what kind of dancing you did. Yeah, what's your favorite? Um, I did tap, jazz, ballet, hip hop, contemporary, and even point. But my favorite was probably jazz or hip hop because point tend to oh, hurt my yeah, feet yeah. a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. Good stuff. Nice. Thanks, Maddie. What about you, Katie? So my name is Katie Taylor. I currently serve as the secretary here at the Swanee FFA chapter. I also currently serve as our area two, district three, subdistrict one chair. Um, I've been in FFA since sixth grade. I grew up on an 80 acre pecan cattle and hay farm. And I still, I still go there occasionally. I don't live there anymore, but we're still here. And I show cattle competitively all over the state from show steers and Brahmas. Me and Maddie actually show Brahmas together. And one thing people might not know about me from a distance is my favorite fruit is pineapple. Nice. Like fresh pineapple from Publix, or do you mean like Brazilian steakhouse pineapple with the cinnamon on it? Ooh. I've actually never had that, but that does sound really good. But Stop I actually, it. it's going to sound, I've never had it. I've, it's actually going to sound weird, but I like the canned stuff that's been sitting in the pineapple juice. So it's like hmm. marinated and like, it's like soft. That's my favorite. That's good. It's very good. You know, I didn't think pineapple of being a versatile fruit, but it really is. <laughs> yeah, I think pineapple is the most underrated fruit. Uh, underrated yes. fruit. Yes. All right. So you you ladies are are very um, I guess you have a wide experience of both CDEs and LDEs. Tell us what those are and um what the difference is between them. So the difference, the acronyms are leadership development events and then career development events. And I guess we can both talk about which one because I'm definitely more of the leadership type, but those are typically going to be your public speaking events. So like prepared public speaking, extemporaneous. Um, they just added discussion me into that parliamentary procedure, opening, closing ceremonies and the creed speaking competition. And we compete um and those throw a sub-district, district, and onto the state level, and then those go on to nationals, just like the CDEs, but a little bit different. And the CDEs are um, rotate, they're, they're more around like things that are going to help you in a potential career like vet science or livestock judging. For instance, you want to own a cattle ranch, you look for good stock to buy, livestock is going to help you out course evaluation. Uh, there's forestry if you ever aspire to become a forester. I mean, there's really options for just about everything mm -hmm. that you can think of. What are your favorites and like what do you, what do you guys have experience with? Mm, 
so my favorite is probably the prepared public speaking competition. I, um, I've been competing in that since I was in sixth grade, but then I got to high school and I took a break and decided to try out other competitions. So this year I'm actually going to state for, um, extemporaneous public speaking, which is a brand new <laughs> experience for me. Um, but in middle school, I actually won the state middle school prepared public speaking competition. So that was a goal I had set for myself that I was so glad to accomplish. But I love that competition because it keeps me on my toes whenever I need to be. And I have the ability to speak, which a lot of people that is their biggest fear is being able to speak. And fortunately, I've never had that fear. So, so I believe it's made me a better communicator, if I'm being completely honest. Oh, my favorite CDE. Maddie, let me ask you this. Do you think your time on stage dancing helped with your future on stage speaking? Or do you think it, you know, the speaking just straight up came from your FFA training? Honestly, I think that has a lot to do with it because I was on stage since I was three years old and my parents are very active in Farm Bureau. So I grew up going along to their meetings. So I think it is having a little bit of a spotlight on me whenever I was three years old, but then also watching the influence for my parents and even my grandparents speaking and advocating for agriculture on that level. Because my mom was actually the state woman's chair for Florida Farm Bureau. So I tagged along to a lot of her meetings and watched how she ran a meeting and how she presented herself right 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 yeah 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 great example in your house yes, <laughs> yeah that's yes. good stuff yeah so katie mr coleman said that there was a gentleman he had hoped to have on the podcast but he was actually going over to help coach the aquaculture cde team i didn't even know uh, so so i live very near the gulf i live very near the river i like lakes and ponds and oceans i had no <laughs> idea there was an ffa aquaculture cde yeah. uh, can you can you name uh, maybe a few that are unexpected although that one shouldn't be especially here in florida but but kind of kind of run through some more examples in, in addition to what you already named and then talk to us about yours and, and what you like um, so some of the some of the CDEs that often go overlooked are obviously aquaculture. Um, there's citrus, which is a little more common here in Florida, but you go out into the Midwest and a little up north, and they're like, "Wow, you have citrus diving!" So it's not as common. Um, vet science also isn't isn't really common either. Um, oh my goodness, there's so many to choose from. Mm. And I know I there's put you a on the lot spot of there. CDEs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many to choose from. I just had to like run through them all through my head. Oh, um, ag mechanics. Oh yes, that's a very yeah, uncommon one. Stuff like that. That's normally gets pretty overlooked too. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic, yeah. though, man. These John Deere shops cannot get enough mechanics. Oh no, no. Well, I guess the C. I mean, the CDEs are as diverse as, as agriculture and yeah, the industry. Things for uh -huh. every, all the kinds of food that you have on your table. So and and what it took to get it there. That's right. So what are your favorite? What are your favorite um, experiences that that you partake in, Katie? So my favorite by far is livestock evaluation. Um, I've always been on the team since sixth grade. It's something I just become really really good at. 
Um, this actually this past week, our uh, we got past our preliminary exam, which was virtual. Our team did. And this weekend or last weekend, I saw, I'm sorry. Um, we went to state fair to compete at our second preliminaries um, before our state final, and you have to be top 20 in this one. And our team won first place. Like I mean, we Peace. smoked everyone. Yeah, and I was high into the Congratulations. Thank you. And it's something I, that it gives you hands-on skills and uh, it, it, like you develop um, good personal speaking skills, public speaking skills, because you have to give reasonings on why you place the animals that you weigh. You, you have to back up your reasoning. You can't just like, you can't just scoop it all. And just going guns of the hips, going in hunky-dory. You got to be able to back it up. That's awesome. So livestock is one yes, of the more popular yeah, judging contests mm. would you oh, all yeah. agree absolutely. with that for sure so absolutely to everyone talks incredible. about livestock judging yeah yeah the state fair that that's that's great i actually went with my daughter to the clinic at uf a couple of weekends ago i am so bad at livestock judging dr carr is it dr Carr? <laughs> <laughs> dr who's yeah, is that the one Dr. Carr is my absolute favorite. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. The class I took in college was <laughs> an ag-related class. It was called The Meat We Eat, and it was led by Dr. Carr at 7.30 a.m. It was the only 7.30 a.m. class that I ever made it to because I loved it. Yeah, He taught you about oh, the cow and all the snakes that came from it. Yeah, it was have aspirations <laughs> of attending UF? Um, Probably for my master's. I already have college plans in place. I'm a senior, so. I'll be graduating in May. Well, that's exciting. Um, but see Dr. Carr when you get there, he comes hot yes. from Noah Walker of all things visual. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing those contests since as long as I can remember. Yeah. So Dr. Carr's been around a while. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly. He's an incredibly passionate man about cattle yes. and the byproducts of cattle. So it's exciting. Um Tell us, how, how do the, the experiences that you guys do through CDEs and LDEs, how do they impact your your life, right? So your life at school, your family life. Um, walk us through that a little bit. Well, I've, like I said earlier, I've always kind of had this ability. I'm not afraid to go up and have a conversation with someone. My parents always joke around, I can go talk to a tree if I really wanted to. I'm the social butterfly. So I think being able to already have a, the ability to carry on a good conversation and be friends with almost anyone I meet really played into the public speaking aspect of the competition because there is a technique and there's a method to it. And being able to memorize a six minute long speech is not common. Not a lot of people can do that. And so I think it's made me a better person being able to communicate, especially because in my career, I want to be an ag lobbyist. So I want to be able to communicate to different people from all walks of life and being able to go and practice speeches in front of different people with different opinions has definitely given me more views and more aspects on different ways of life and agriculture, and especially people who aren't informed about agriculture. Oh, she's the next Bob Redding. Everybody get ready. You gotta be good. You gotta be good <laughs> at talking if you're gonna go talk with the politicians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he can retire early. Maddie's gonna be a lobbyist. This is exciting. <laughs> All right, Katie. So tell us uh what how CDEs and LDEs impact your life and your aspirations as well. So 
I currently show, I, I've shown cattle since I was in sixth grade and you, uh, with livestock judging, it helps me evaluate animals that I'm personally going to buy as show prospects or animals that I might show for someone else. So for instance, now that I have this background with me, I'm not going to go out and buy a steer that's really not structurally sound or really flat made. I want one that's really big and muscular, big boned, things of that feature. Um, my family does, my family does really well with this. They don't really know a ton about livestock judging. So they just kind of go with the flow when I say, Hey, you know, that animal's not real good. And they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, okay and my goal exciting. one thing that is exciting yeah so my goal one day is to go to Boleyn College Community College in um Texas and uh hopefully on scholarship and get my AA with a, a focus in agriculture as well as be on their livestock judging team as a as a, in junior college then I'd love to transfer somewhere like Texas A&M because they have a transfer in policy since they are in Texas or Oklahoma State University and get my bachelor's in agriculture education and uh, be on the livestock judging team for a senior uh, senior university. I love that. So exciting. It sounds like you have great roadmaps already planned out. That's vision. That's incredible vision, especially uh, for some folks coming out of high school. And that's awesome that the current skills that you're learning through these career development uh, activities are are helping you impact the life of your family currently as well. That's that's incredibly powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's really cool. And do do you all have siblings? I have one younger sister who's actually the president of the Swanee Middle FFA chapter. Ah, and I fun. have. I, yes. I am the oldest, so I have three younger siblings. I've got Courtney, who's a freshman, Jace, and there's a big age difference here, Jace, who is six, and Parker, who is uh, three. Awesome. Oh, those yeah. those are guys are looking up to you. That that's um yeah. don't internalize that as pressure, but just know that you're setting the bar, you're setting the standard. Yeah. And and also there's um us eldest of the siblings, there is a responsibility for us to help the others climb mm -hmm. on up. You know, some sometimes that has a little bit of difficulty, but we're running a little bit low on time and we had another question, but I curious because y'all have have really laid out your future plans do you feel like the things you were doing as a younger ffa member helped you fill out these college and beyond goals or do you feel like you had the goals already and you took the ffa path that would help you be successful in those future goals i always knew first, I was the chicken or the egg <laughs> <laughs> Um, I always knew that I was going to have a career in agriculture because, like I said, my family raises commercial brangus. Um, we raise commercial brangus cattle. And so then I started taking on my own by showing registered cattle because I started showing at six years old. So I've had this cattle background for a long time. And then we got involved in the peanut industry, um, actually right after my sister was born. So about 2009. And so having that background, I always knew I was going to do something agriculture. And when I got to FFA, that's when I was like, what do I really want to do when we grow up? Because they started like, you need to start thinking about what you want to do, what your careers are going to look like, start picking out your colleges. And 13 year old Maddie is blown away by the fact that I already have to start thinking about my future. Um, 
but I was always confused about what I want to do. I went from a veterinarian to an embryologist or just to staying home on the farm and working and being a farmer. But recently I found a love for politics and being active on that level in agriculture and being a voice for agriculture. So I've decided, I've looked at different career options, but ag lobby is definitely the route I want taken. It's definitely because of FFA and being able to go to our um, state capital and talk to our politicians. And I think my main reason for wanting to do that is I had the opportunity to go to the Washington Leadership Conference this summer mm -hmm. in Washington, cool. D.C. Yeah. Nice. And I absolutely loved it. I was given a tour of the Capitol and I was surrounded by so many different FFA members from all walks of life and being able to inform people, even on the subway, about agriculture has been a passion of mine for the longest time. And I'm like, Katie, I'm not going to a ag school. I'm a weightlifter here at Swanee High School and we actually have state this weekend. <laughs> so I have the opportunity to go lift weights at Mars Hill University, which is 15 miles from Asheville, North Carolina. And so after I graduate from there, that's when I plan on getting my master's and hopefully being able to go and work for an agricultural organization. So FFA Very has definitely cool. played a major part in deciding my future. And yeah, I mean, similar, cool. yeah. Similar, similarly to Maddie, um, you know, we get into sixth grade FFA, you know, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm what, 12 years old? And yeah. oh my gosh, I, I, have 11. Like, I have to like figure everything out. And so, of course, I started livestock judging and I did horse judging and stuff like that. And originally, you know, like Maddie, I wanted to be a vet. I wanted to be a horse trainer. You know, I had all these big plans. And then I got into high school and uh, my 10th grade year, we we took a livestock judging trip out to uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma at Tech or uh, Oklahoma State University. Week long trip. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Maddie was with me. And um, our, our teacher, Miss Quincy, had planned everything out for us. And you know, that, that kind of inspired me, like, look, you know, I really want to, to do the same thing for, for, for potential students. Like, you know, I learned a lot and it gave the, us a really good opportunity. I want to do that for other kids. So that's kind of the trip that made me go, wow, I really want to be an ag teacher. I want to be someone that these kids can look up to and someone that these kids can trust to go off to the middle of Oklahoma mm -hmm. from here in Florida. And yeah. I, I, really, I really want to educate other kids about agriculture because, I mean, we all know it's dying off. No one cares. They think food comes from right. the grocery store, but that's not fair. Right. And well, I, always well, knew, well. I always knew I wanted to do something with agriculture. Similarly to Maddie, I grew up on a farm. Both of my parents were in FFA. My dad showed cattle. That's how I got my passion for it. I mean, I always knew I wanted to do something in ag. It's just last couple of years is when I really nailed it down as to what I want to do inspirational i'm getting a little bit of holy ghost chill bumps here right now because very very impressive Ex exceptionally impressive both of you thank you thank you so much well now that we've 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 taken up a lot of your guys time and, and um we appreciate that and we've run over a little bit so we'll oh, go ahead and cap it. We'll, we'll cap it there because you guys have given yeah, us a lot amazing, of great information amazing. about CDEs, LDEs, and how it's impacted your life. You guys both have incredibly bright futures. And so, again, we thank you for your valuable time. Uh, join by Miss Laura Fowler-Goss in studio. I'm Noah Walker with All Things Visual Marketing for the Florida Peanut Podcast. And today we've had Swanee High's finest, Miss Maddie Cart and Miss Katie Taylor from the FFA chapter there in Live Oak. We appreciate you guys and we hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you very much. Thank you too. Thank y'all so much.